Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode one. I love I love doing one, sticking your fingers up. The episode one four five of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one is about the things. I've got my little notes. We're gonna be talking about psychedelics today. This is part one of two. So I'll talk about it in a minute. I'm really excited for this one though. I've got, I got sort of no idea really where it's going to go, which is why it's quite exciting. Little Dennis is with us, little co-host. He, he, likes, he likes being tickled, he does. Tickled under the chin. He likes that. But he's also, Kitty's here as well. I realised last week they didn't do any kitty kisses. So they're going to have a couple more extra this week. But Kitty, she's very shy, she is. You can see Kitty on the on the video at youtube.com slash Sophie Dawson. Little Dennis little, little Dennis's girlfriend. <laughs> Boing! Little Dennis has said, shut up and get into it. <laughs> so here we go. We're gonna get, get straight into this one. I'm so excited for this one. We're gonna talk about psychedelics, entities, lucid dreaming. But basically what it is is this is part one of two. Part two will be next week. And this one is psychedelics before. So by the time this podcast has gone up, well, hopefully I will have taken psychedelics for the first time. And what I'm going to do on this one is talk about my experience, well, talk about what I'm thinking and feeling and all the, all the rest of it before doing it and stuff like that. So I'm also going to talk about lucid dreaming as well because it's, it's sort of all, I feel like all of it is all linked together. It's quite exciting. So in my notes, what I've put for the first bit is Amsterdam. So what happened was, when I was 20, I was at university, and one of the things my dad said before I went there was, he said, he said, don't take, don't do drugs, basically. So so what happened was, well, I was true to my word. I've never taken drugs, ever. And the thing is, well, we went to Amsterdam and everything, and the people I went with, they all took these, they already had these like spliffs and stuff. But I always thought, I said to my dad I wouldn't, so I didn't. Even though there was a bit of me that wanted to, I never did, because I thought it was more important to be, to be true to my dad, really. What happened was, a few years ago, well, really, it's when I started lucid dreaming. Yeah, when I started lucid dreaming, what happened was, it makes you it makes you question everything. It really makes you question reality. What is reality? And then what happens is, for, for some reason, well, I started questioning everything. Ancient, and what you realise is the ancient past, like the ancient civilizations. I feel like we've been lied to about what's going on there. Also, everything seems to be back to front. So it's like the things that are... The things that they say are evil or bad, like they say psychedelics are bad, I think it's flipped around. Because when you do your research, you realise all these like, ancient civilizations and even a lot of the tribes nowadays, like all the spiritual people, they're actually, the reason they're so connected to the universe and, and nature is because they're, they're taking these psychedelics. Basically, the psychedelics are like the plants. So they're, they're almost communicating with the earth itself. And I feel like what's happened is they've, they've made these, they demonised these psychedelics to stop people taking them because they didn't want people to open their minds up. 
So a few, about a couple of years ago, I started thinking, well, what happened was I, I started getting this calling and I put it in other words, so I, could, I put synchronicities. Because what's happened is over the last few years, so many synchronicities and it, it just feels like these 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 psychedelics have started to come into my life it, even without me doing anything and I've put here just after lucid dreaming I realised it's a lie yeah it's back to front like the psychedelics is actually good when they say it's bad or at least I feel like we should at least be given the opportunity to find out if it is bad because the thing is until a few years ago I just took it as it was bad because that's what everyone said yeah yeah, they all said it was bad, so you, you sort of think, well, it must be bad. The thing is, with lucid dreaming, you start questioning everything. And it just, this is why lucid dreaming is so amazing. It's not just confined to the dream realm. It actually becomes real. So the, the real the real life, you start to realise, is it's, it's just like another dream. So yeah, I feel like you have to start questioning everything. And I've put it here, it's all back to front. So psychedelics are actually good when they make them bad. And then I've put like alcohol. It's funny to me how psychedelics are illegal, but alcohol, which is I feel like it's a lot worse. That is a really bad thing. Alcohol. It's not. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but if you have lots of it, it is. I suppose it's like everything. But I feel like alcohol is. If you take that, what a lot of that what happens is it actually turns you into like a stupid person. If you take a lot of the psychedelics. It opens you up, so it's it's weird that it's weird. And I've also put here the face masks. I'm gonna have another episode soon about these face masks and stuff. But it's the same thing. It's all back to front. They make you think that these things are, are good, when it's actually is bad. It's really weird that. <laughs> but I've put here. Why should anyone be allowed to say you can't do something that expands your mind? So I've, that's what that's the thing. You start thinking. Well. Yeah, why? Why should anyone? Why should anyone be allowed to say you can't do something when you don't really know whether it's actually a bad thing or not? You're just taking someone's word for it. I think you have to experience it for yourself. It's like I think to myself, we don't really know if the moon exists, for instance. The only way you're ever going to know is to actually go there yourself in a little spaceship. So what what I think is, I think we have to really, I think we have to experience everything ourselves. Yeah, experience it for ourselves and make our, because what happens is when you start, when you start doing that, you start feeling your way through life. And for me, these psychedelics, it feels like I've got a calling, basically. I know it sounds weird, but they've just been calling me. And everything I've looked into, these psychedelics, they keep popping up. It's very weird. So what I put here is, I like this one. I've put the word fear in the middle, in my little notes, in like a circle, and then I've put, popped it off into a dream and psychedelics. So what? This is what I think. This is before I've even gone into anything. I've never experienced psychedelics before. So, but my feeling is this is what I think. So I feel like the dream realm and the psychedelic realm are. It's almost like two sides of the same coin or something. But the thing is, the dream realm, I see that as like a car. This is this is in relationship to fear. So let's say you, you're facing a fear. If you're in a, a dream, a lucid dream, it's almost like you're in a little car driving along. In front of you is this thing that's scary. 
But the thing is, in a lucid dream, you can get out of the car. Yeah, you can You can basically stop the car and get out and like run away if you wanted to. But you, you have a choice about whether you face the thing that is like the fear. But it's because you know you're in a dream, you can wake yourself up. So you, you, have a tr- you have a way of ending it. The thing with psychedelics is, this is what I think it's going to be like, is it's going to be like a blindfolded roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, so normally if you went onto a roller coaster, before you went on you'd actually see what you're going to go through. So you would see the dips, you would see all the scary things and stuff. But this is a blindfolded one. So you're getting onto a roller coaster, you don't even know what's going to be coming at you. It might be nice, it might be scary or something. But the thing is, yeah, once it starts, you can't get off of it. So in a dream, in a lucid dream, if it starts to get a bit too scary or even a bit too exciting, because I know that sounds a bit weird, but there's sometimes in these lucid dreams I've experienced this feeling that is so beautiful and it's, it's an expanding feeling of, like, amazing. And it's just getting more and more amazing. It's almost like... I would almost say it's like a, an orgasm that just keeps getting massive. Yeah, it's like a never-ending orgasm, I suppose. And it gets to a point where it's so it's so amazing, it's actually almost painful. It almost becomes too much for for me as a as a human, I suppose. It it becomes too much for me, and I have to wake myself up. So what I've noticed is in a lucid dream or in dreams, you've got it's like there's two extremes, either the extreme fear or extreme excitement. Either of those, it can get so overpowering that you have to wake yourself up. If if any of that happens in a lucid, in a psychedelic, yeah, you're basically strapped into the roller coaster. So if it gets too exciting, it's it's like tough. It's tough titties. You, you can't get out. And if, if say like a monster comes at you. There's nothing you can do. You're going to have to face whatever comes at you. So I both like that, and I'm a bit scared as well because it means, in a weird way, you're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to be in control. I suppose, yeah. It's going to be really exciting to see what happens because I wonder whether, whether what's what happens. Let's say a monster comes. Do you have control about whether you go towards the monster or is it just going to? Is it just going to come at you? Like, are you going to be able to control yourself through the psychedelic experience, or is it just going to be like you're on a ride that you're not in control? You're just you've just got to sit there and experience it, or can you actually steer the roller coaster? That's one of the things I'm quite excited to find out about. So I'm, I've got one. I've got five little. I think five, six, seven, seven little experiences, which are sort of. I suppose they're sort of, I would, I'd call them sort of psychedelic-y. They're sort of, what do you call it, spiritual or paranormal things. So what have I got here? What I've got is, I've got Out of Sync Tree. This is actually where it all started for me. This was in, I think it was February 2019. It was either 2019 or 28. It was 2019, I think. Yeah, was it three years ago now? That's amazing. It's gone really quick. What happened was I, was I was at Saltram, which is like this forest thing. I was sitting next to my tree friend. And in the distance, there's this, there this massive tree. And what was happening was I was sitting there watching. I was doing nothing but watching. 
and it, it was really quite a strong wind and this wind was blowing this tree about and it was blowing all the grass and basically it was blowing the environment about in front of me as I sat there it was weird I, I can't explain it really what happened was it's as if the tree was out of sync with the wind <laughs> it's weird what, what would happen is the wind would I can't it's weird the the wind the the tree was moving separately from the wind and then I looked at the grass and the same thing was happening it it was as if I sort of somehow had stepped slightly out of sync with time I can't explain it but the thing that's weird about this is it was so weird I actually I was on Facebook at the time I used to go on Facebook I actually posted and said I had this weird experience today where I was looking at this tree and it was all weird. It was out of sync and stuff. And then what happened was that, that night, I had my first ever lucid dream. So, and that was also the weekend that I started the podcast, which was Facing a Fear. It's really weird. That experience was like, it stuck with me forever. That was, it, it was so weird to be, to see. It's really hard to explain it as well. Just to see the world being out of sync with itself. It's, it's weird, it was. Another one that sticks to me is this fear entity that that was in a bath. I talked about this a lot in the podcast. So when I was when I first started meditating in 2013, 2014, what happened was I had this meditation in the bath. I was in the bath. I was in the bathroom because it was the pitch black room. There was no windows in the bathroom at the time. That was my old flat. So it was pitch black. So I had the best meditations in there. And what happened was I, I was meditating in front of the bath. Visually, as crystal clear as reality, I saw this entity coming out of the bath. And then what happened was, for 24 hours after that, I had panic attacks and anxiety in in the waking state, like after it. And what happened was, I had to face it by going back into the meditation the next day. And what happened then was, me and this fear creature, we we trans... Well, the fear creature turned into like a love creature and we flew off together. So that was like that was almost like facing a fear. You went off. You went off. You sort of transcended the fear or something. The thing that's weird is that fear creature. I can't. I can't. I. I wouldn't be able to draw it if I tried. But I know what it looks like. It's quite strange. It's like a sort of a witch type thing. <laughs> that that sort of creature entity whatever is it, kept popping up throughout my the last few years. Like in my lucid dreams, I've seen it. I've seen it. I see it a lot, actually, that one. But I haven't seen it a lot recently because I've I faced it in a lucid dream. The next thing is out of bodies into alternate realities. Oh, yeah. I had a, I had a lucid dream which shifted into an out of body experience. And what happened was I zoomed through the universe. I went into like a blue light. It looked like a star in the distance because I was in like the universe. I saw this blue light like a star. It drew me towards it. Pop. I went into another reality with this bloke and then I could go invisible and stuff. So that was like really, that was one of these moments where I thought to myself, this dream realm is is actually a real thing. Some I don't know what it is. We are actually going into another realities. I'm sure of it. And these other entities, they have a consciousness. I'm sure of it. Like separate from us. So that was one of those moments where I thought it, like there's something, there's way more going on here than we can ever imagine, I think. Another experience was a black hole. I had a lucid dream where I got I've, there was a black hole and I got sucked into this black hole. This was one of those moments where the the 
emotion was insane. Like the excitement and fear of that was the most it's ever been. And I somehow didn't wake myself up. And I actually popped right through the black hole. I'll put a link in the in the show notes because I've I did a video about this one. It was so so powerful that I I I got the camera out straight away and recorded a, vi- a video or got the microphones out. And what happened was when I when I popped through the black hole, I popped into this other reality, which was all like floaty, as if everything was very peaceful. That was a that was amazing. This other one, I got ball of light. What happened was, I don't know when this was, this was about 2019 as well, I think. I just sort of started automatic writing and stuff, but I was, under my bed is like a, it's like a sheet. You pull the sheet up and you can get under the bed and I've got like loads of stuff under there. But basically all the stuff under there is like blankets and there's nothing reflective under there. I thought about this a lot. So what happened was I I pulled the sheet back under the bed to get under the bed because I wanted to get something, this orb, it was like a ball of light or an orb, it just basically flew out from under the bed. <laughs> and I thought, what is that? And and then I started thinking, it must have just been a reflection or something. But there was nothing under there that could have reflected anything. And the thing was, it was an actual, it was like a, it was an, an energy ball of light, pure white light. I've never seen nothing like that before. And I, I still don't know what that is, really. I, but... But the thing is, that's weird about that, it's made me think of something else. When was it? It might have been last year, I think. I was over so I was over by the river. It was like, it was transitioning from d- night to day. It was in the morning, sunrise. And I saw, like, a ball of light go across there. I also saw another one once, when I was walking home from, from my old job. I used to walk home at about midnight. So it was beautiful, that was. It was peaceful. And the sky was pitch black. If it was if it was um, clear, you could see all the stars and everything. Because you were walking where there wasn't that much light. What was amazing was, I saw like a, another one of these orbs going across the sky. It's weird, that is. <laughs> so there's something about these, there's something about balls of light. What I think it is, is I think it's pure energy. And I I think it's got something to do with dimensions or something. And you're probably, what's happening is something is interacting with our dimension, which is so weird that we could, we could, we only see it as a ball of light. But it's probably, it's pro- well, I don't know. I feel like it's something from another dimension, like it's sort of overlapping with ours somehow. Something like that. This other one I got, I've got two more. So the the other one is... Back in 2013, when I first started drawing, I used to draw for like eight hours sessions all through the night because I used to work nights at this other job. And what happened was, I was I was drawing, and then all of a sudden I sort of I was watching my hand draw on its own. I was having an out of body experience before I even knew what any of this was. And then I, I, basically, what happened after that was that's what got me into meditation and stuff because I thought to myself. If if what is going on here basically, if you're drawing and you can, you, you when you see your hand drawing on its own, you, you got you just think it, you think to yourself, well, what happens is it, you start to realise that there's something going on here, and then if you want if you're sort of curious, you feel like you've got to find the answers. That's what happened to me. That moment basically made me realise there's 
art is so powerful but there's way more there's it basically opened me up really that's when i started getting into meditation everything that experience and then this other one this is a this is a sensation which has been through my life at various stages it's this feeling is is this is a really hard thing to explain but the the only way i can say it is it's like I've had it when I'm meditating. I've had it in... I used to get these little dreams when I was a child. Whenever I was ill, if I was ill and I and I, I would go to sleep, I would have these dreams with these cubes. It would be like a big cube and a little cube. And it was... These two cubes were interacting with each other. And I was like floating around these cubes. But I was also the cube at the same time. And I remember I loved these dreams so much that I used to look forward to being ill <laughs> as a child because I thought I'm gonna, I might have those dreams tonight. But these feelings, this this dream, it was accompanied by this feeling of never-ending expansion. And also, I've had it also in a Reiki session. My first ever Reiki session, I had it. And also, I've had it in a meditation. Right. So, so what happens is, the, the only way I can describe it is, it's as if all of a sudden you're you're lying there in a meditation all of a sudden it's like your hands become it's as if your body is made of marshmallows <laughs> so it's like it, you you sort of feel spongy but the thing is you can't tell where the edge of your body is yeah like a marshmallow it's it's like spongy but the thing is it's actually it's expanding and you feel like you've got like a, a bubble around you that is expanding but the thing is it's it's expanding indefinitely the way i described it once was is as if you're playing a piano and you're going up through the keys you're going din 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 and then there's, there's a point where it gets so high it can't it can't, can't get any higher the thing with this is it can it can never stop getting higher it's an, it's an infinity thing and it's it's also the feeling of it is it's as if somebody's hugging you <laughs> yeah it's like a never-ending hug it's as if no matter how hard you hug this thing, it's as if, imagine you had like a, a squidgy ball. No matter how hard you squish, squished it, you could always squidge it more. But it's a beautiful love feeling. <laughs> yeah. And then what happened was, Muji was talking. This bloke, spiritual master, Muji, he, he was talking and he, he was basically explaining this sensation I had. And he's basically, what he said was, it's, it's you. What happens is, if you can silence your mind, so what he says is that your thoughts are like clouds and you are the sky, but we think we are the clouds. So, But what happens is, if all the clouds disappear, which is the thoughts, you're left with the sky and that's what you are. You are the sky. You are like the infinity thing. So that's what he said it is. So, so basically, what I've put here is, in my notes, I said, why do it? So why, why do I want to to do these psychedelics so the first thing is curiosity i've got a massive curiosity about what is it going to be like i also it's like an experiment to me i want to compare it to my lucid dreams and the vivid meditations and i want to see if it's the same realm if it feels the same or does it feel different so that's the first thing also a lot of people who do psychedelics they they, they report seeing these entities interacting with these entities some of them are, let's say, well, some of them are scary looking. Some of them are nice things. Some of them are not even humans. They're like, well, 
geometric shapes and stuff but you can tell that they're actually a, a, an entity some of them are like light beings so what i want to know is i, I really want to i want to i would like to know what are these entities yeah I, i'm hoping i can sort of interact with one of these entities or something and the other thing is i was just curious what is this place what is this place that you're going to when you have a psychedelic experience is it all in the mind is it just you creating it with your imagination or are you actually leaving your body and going somewhere else and is that place actually real and is this place which we think is real is that not is this not real is that actually the real place so i just want to basically for me it's just i'm just curious and i want to i almost want to go in there whatever happens i want to sort of collect as much data and then when i come back i can analyze the data compare it with what i've been doing in the lucid dreams and i feel like the more you do things the more you can sort of build up a picture of of what's going on really i've also put here a calling for some reason these psychedelics have, have been calling me i've just i've felt that it's quite weird. I've also the the main reason why I want to do these psychedelics is I want to learn to let go. So again, this goes into what I was talking about earlier. If you're in a lucid dream and you've got an ex- extreme fear, yeah, or well, for me, really, it's the extreme excitement. The amount of times I've, I'm about to go into an out of body experience, I'm going through the stretching phase and I can't handle it and I wake myself up. It's because I ca- I can't let go. I'm, there's some there's a fear there i'm I'm afraid to let go because I feel like i might i feel like I might get stretched out of existence or something, but you probably will, but I don't think there's anything to be afraid of so um this is the thing if if in a psychedelic if I was in that experience i can't I can't not do it it's like the, that's the thing the psychedelic is in in control at that point, so you have to sort of surrender to the psychedelic, so I'm hoping I can learn to let go. Because what I've noticed is a lot of the things in my life, I I hit these, like um, what roadblocks. I'm hitting these roadblocks with a lot of things, social skills, like interviewing guests on a podcast. I've hit a roadblock there. I can't let go of something. I don't even know what it is. I started learning to swim a few years ago, and I realised it that I couldn't learn how to swim at that moment. Not because I didn't have the skills or or something. It's because I couldn't let go. I couldn't let go of the fear of something. Again, is I don't know what the fear is. The out, I've also put letting go of the outer body, which is going through that phase. Meditations as well. Yeah, because the med, I'm, the amount of meditation I've had as well, where I've I've started to go into an outer body. I've got this the because they say about these fuzzy, you get like um fuzzy feelings on your body. And also the ones I've had, what happens to me a lot is I get this, it's almost like there's a dot in the distance and it's as if you're in a tunnel and you can feel yourself getting pulled towards it. And then what happens for me is I, I get distracted. I think, ah, oh, I'm about to go and then it disappears. <laughs> yeah, the moment you realise, it's like I've said before, it's it's weird. You have to sort of focus on the thing, which is the dot. You have to focus on the dot without actually focusing on it. So you sort of have to... Because the minute you focus on it, it disappears. It's as if it's it's as if it's shy. <laughs> it's as if it doesn't like you looking at it. But the thing is, you can look at something without actually looking at it. You're sort of looking at it 
what what are you doing? You're sort of looking, almost looking through it, I suppose. Something like that. But that is a thing of letting go as well, because the thing with that is, is, is the mind. My mind distracts me. Uh, so that's basic. That's it, really. The other thing I put here is, so why do I want to do them? Well, the thing is, my gender therapist. A few years ago, she, one of the things she said before, because she actually left to have a baby, and she never came back. So it was like the last time I saw her, and she was the most important person in my life. I think. One of the last things she said before, before she left was, "Leave no stone unturned." And so what I thought was, well, one of these stones is psychedelic, experiencing a psychedelic. So basically, I've got a choice there. I can leave it, I can leave it unturned. But no, I'm going to turn all over. I'm going to turn over all the stones (laughs) because you never know. One of these stones that you're maybe too scared to turn over, or maybe you think, ah, I'm not going to turn that one over. That might be the one that is. That's, that might be the one that actually gives you the breakthrough. And that might be why you subconsciously are scared to turn it over. Because you sort of know that it's going to be the thing that helps you the most. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, if I if I, if I I have a psychedelic experience and it helps me interview guests on a podcast and stuff. Well, the thing is, I want to interview these guests on the podcast so much. I suppose I'm willing to do anything now. <laughs> this is quite cool. So what have I put here? So this here, what am I thinking before? So I've asked myself the question, what I'm thinking before? What am I thinking before (laughs) doing this psychedelic experience? I'm thinking that I don't know what's going to happen. So there's a little bit of a fear there of... Because it could go... It could be quite a nasty experience, like a scary one. (laughs) It could be quite beautiful. It could be that nothing happens. But I've, I've sort of I thought to, what I thought to myself was, it actually doesn't really matter anymore what happens. The only thing that the thing that matters is, I said yes. Because what happened was, like I said, these synchronicities. I've had a bunch of moments over the last year where I've had an opportunity to do psychedelics, and I've kept saying no. But this is the first time I said yes. Yeah. So I'm almost like. That's almost good enough for me. The fact that I was able to say yes to something that could be quite scary. I feel like I've sort of won already, <laughs> which is quite cool. But put it, another thing I've said is, what am I feeling? Because I think thinking and feeling is different. So what, what am I feeling? What am I feeling before going into this thing? I'm feeling that th- this is going to be the most important thing I ever do. I'm also feeling that I'm only going to do it once. But but I'd also say you, you never know. Because, um, well, at the moment it feels like all I need to do is do it once. I just want to go there, experience it, so I can compare it to everything else I'm doing. Because I've got a theory that when you're in a lucid dream, you're, go, you're basically going to the same place. The difference is, in a lucid dream, you're building up slowly. So let's say there is a monster you've got to face. And the only reason I keep using monsters is because I feel like life is all about facing fears. Yeah. So, so when you go into these things like lucid dreaming and stuff, it's inevitable you're going to have to face fears because that's the only way you can grow. So, so what I'm thinking is in a lucid dream, you might have this fear that you've got to face. 
but you can face it in little baby steps because you're in control of how you progress through the lucid dream. In a psychedelic, you've got no control about that. So in a weird way, if the psychedelic thinks you are ready to face that fear creature, then you'll face it. And the good thing is, you might face it and not be able to handle it. You come back and you're... You might have like you might be scared for a few a few weeks or something, but then what you can do is knowing that you faced it and you survived, you, you can then go into a lucid dream and start facing it in there, because you'll actually you'll be a bit more braver. Yeah. So what I'm feeling is I feel like this is going to be really, really powerful, but I also have got no idea what's going to happen. So I've put the next thing I've put in my notes is what I'm afraid of, what I'm excited for. <laughs> What am I afraid of? Well, I'm I'm afraid I'm afraid that I the, the main thing I'm afraid of is is seeing something I don't want to see. Yeah. Like one of my one of my little fears with lucid dreaming is going into what's it called sleep paralysis. I've had I had sleep paralysis once before. I've had it a couple times, and it's very weird. But the thing I notice is if you try hard enough, you can actually move. And I don't know whether you're moving out of body in the sleep paralysis or something, but you can actually move, but you have to really focus. But the, th- the thing is, it's really weird to be in a, in a dream and you can't move and you can feel that, that you can, f- for some reason in sleep paralysis, you always seem to feel this negative energy, really quite a powerful negative energy. Some people even see it. The, the only thing I ever saw was I saw, I felt something sitting on my on my chest, on my bed. And I, I thought it was because I I used to, I had this cat jumping through the window. I thought it was a cat sitting on me, but I thought well it's a bit heavy for that. So what I was doing was I was trying to peep out from under the quilt, but I could not move. But I finally I moved just before I woke up. I moved and I saw these two red eyes looking at me, some sort of creature. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, if you're facing that in a in a psychedelic experience, yeah, you you might have to face this really. F- so I'm a bit afraid of that, I suppose. I'm a bit afraid of facing a monster and not being able to do anything. Yeah, that's the main thing, really, I suppose. But I really hope that... Because I think if you could keep... If you can keep your... If you can keep your... What's it called? If you can keep your awareness, you could actually face that monster and be all right. It's just whether the fear is going to get old. Because if the fear gets old, you're going you're gonna to be scared of it. But I think there is a way to... To be able to face it and be all right with it, and then who knows that you might transcend it like you did in the meditation. But the, the thing I'm excited for, the main thing I'm excited for, is to see what it's going to look like. Because you hear people say about they see like these geometric shapes and fractals, and they see how the world is made up of everything. Like it's almost like you see the source code of the reality. So I'm really excited to see what I see. Basically, uh, yeah, even, I, I suppose in a weird way, even if I did see a scary monster, I would even be excited to see that because I would like to look at it just to see what it looks like. <laughs> and then if you can remember it and bring it back, you could even start drawing it and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so it's amazing that. But but the, the thing I'm really most excited for is to just, well, I want to know if any of the things I've had in lucid dreams... I feel in that. Also, I want to know if I see these goblins and stuff. And I, I would love, I'll tell you what I'd love, is if I could interact with one of these entities, actually talk to it, and like, ask it questions and get information and stuff. 
that's the main thing. I've also put here, what am I, what am I expecting? I don't know. That's the main thing, really. I, I don't know what I'm expecting, which is why it's a bit scary and exciting. Because I suppose anything could happen. But what I am expecting is that I will do my best. <laughs> That's quite cool. I just, I just thought of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting I'll do my best. And, well, that's it, really. That's basically it for that. Yeah, that is it. So how do I want to end the psychedelic a bit? I suppose the main thing really is I am excited but scared. <laughs> that's quite funny. My voice cracked just as I said I'm scared. I, I quite like that. Yeah. So I, I, at the moment, I'm excited but scared. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be very weird though. That that moment before you do it, knowing that once you've done it, once you go, <laughs> yeah, once you go, once once it's in there, that's it. There's no turning back. Then it that is it's almost like jumping off a cliff edge. At that point, it's like you've just got to you're just gonna have to wait for the um for the impact. <laughs> it's quite cool. I've also put here. I've, there's something here I wanted to say. I think I mentioned this on another podcast. Yeah. But I, I wanted to say something. So it's a prediction for 2021. So I got this little little prediction. I don't know why. I got this feeling tw- there's something really massive is going to happen this year. And I think it's to do with the skies. So I've put it here. I don't know whether it's like a comet. Maybe like a comet in the sky. We're actually going to see a comet f- through the sky like a fireball or something. Whether it's going to impact the earth. Whether there's going to be a solar flare from the sun, which is going to wipe out like all the technology for a period. Whether there's going to be aliens, like we're actually going to see aliens come into this reality. Or something like that. I've just got this feeling. And what's going to happen is, it's going to change everything. Because I think what's going to happen is, when when we see this, we're going to it's going to basically bring everyone together. And all the things that... All this stuff about their face masks and all that stuff. It's going to be so insignificant because we're going to realise that there's aliens and stuff. I think it's going to be brilliant. <laughs> so there's one little thing left here, which is, is sort of linked in with the psychedelic thing. It's, I've had two little lucid dreams this past week. What happened was, well, for me, I think the best way to get a lucid dream is to do the bake back... I call it the bake back to bed. <laughs> it's a bit funny. It's actually the wake back to bed technique. But I call it the bake back. Because what I do is... I, If you can wake yourself up in the middle of the night... After about six hours... What you do is... What I do is I get up... I have something to eat... Which is where the baking comes from. <laughs> but really I have a bowl of cereal. I do a little bit of writing... Automatic writing... And I'll go back to sleep. So what happens is, you go back to sleep. So your body goes back to sleep. But your mind, because you've woken up, your mind is still awake. And it actually increases. For me, it's about a 99% chance I'm going to have a lucid dream. And the thing is, for the past couple of months, I've actually not been doing it. I don't know why. I've been waking up. I've been so tired, I suppose. I've gone back to sleep. So, So what happened was... A couple of days ago, I actually got up and had my cereal. I went back to sleep. I had two these two mu- two lucid dreams. They're both to do with little entities as well. <laughs> so the first one, what happened was, I, I went back to my a, a childhood home that I used to live in with my dad. 
and I went up into the bedroom in my dad's room. It was a dark room. I could, the lights weren't on. You couldn't really see anything, but you could just see enough. Like it was almost like the moonlight was lighting the place. My dad was in bed, but he was in bed with this entity. And what happened was this entity was like a thin thing. It's really weird. But what what, what happened was my dad. What did he? T- oh, look, listen to this. My dad said, "I'm not coming with you because you don't like me." <laughs> I said, "I do like you." But then I thought, well, that's weird. Because what's happening is the world, I think, is splitting into two at the moment. You've got the people who are going to go on to the fear world with like with all these face masks and stuff. You've got the other ones which are going to go into like the the new earth, basically, which is where you're going to be free from all, all that stuff. And I felt like, well, is that dad sort of going off into the other timeline? Because he's, he's been quite negative to me, really. I've, and I just thought, I've sort of, I've let go of Dad now. And I just wonder, is that Dad actually going off into the other timeline? But the thing was, this entity was in the dream. And I, what happened was, I realised that this entity was there. So I sort of said, I said to myself, oh, I pulled the quilt covers back. Because <clears throat> I wanted to see, I wanted to see this entity. Because the lighting, you couldn't really see it properly. But I, I knew it wasn't a human. It was this long, thin thing, really weird. As I pulled the quilt covers back, I saw it, but I didn't see it. Uh, what I did was it bit me and I ran off. So the next minute I'm running through the downstairs, f- through the front room and the back the back doors are wide open. The thing is, in this dream, it's a perfect recreation of my childhood home. It was amazing. And then what happened was I, I was running. I think what happened was when it bit me, it scared me. I think I must have subconsciously started acting without thinking. And then by the time I got my consciousness back, I was running in the downstairs through the front room. I was about to go out the back door and I thought, no, I, this is a lucid dream. I, I don't have to run away. So I went back upstairs to face it, but it had gone. And then that's when you start thinking, well, in the psychedelic, you sort of, I would like to think it, would, it wouldn't have disappeared. But then I also think, is this just a test? Is the, is the dream testing you to see if you're ready to face it? So when you go back and you say, yes, I am ready, it's almost, it's almost like I feel like there's something in the dream making notes so that next time you go into a dream, it's sort of like it, the dream is evolving as you evolve. But I'm convinced there's actually something inside of the dream, watching the dream, watching your actions, taking notes. So it's almost like saying, ah, this one here, this, this time here, Sophie ran away, but then she started going towards it. And it says two weeks ago she was she was only ever running away, so she's making progress. <laughs> Things like that. It's weird. But the next one, this one's really weird. So this one here, what happened was, what? How did it start? Oh, oh this is funny. I kept all through the night. I kept having these dreams that I was writing my dream diary. So what happened was I was writing in my dream diary. There was this bloke up there, and he said, "Oh, hello." He was talking to me. I can't remember if he said hello, Sophie, or hello, Kevin. But he said hello. And I said, oh, hello, I love you. It was actually somebody from my old job. And then I said, oh, I don't really love you. I just, I miss you. And then what happened was, he started talking gibberish. I couldn't understand what he was saying. So because he was talking gibberish, I looked at his face. And I realised his face was upside down. 
It's weird. So what happened was his, his eyes were at the bottom, his nose in the middle and his mouth was at the top. But then I looked and I realised he had two mouths. So he had a mouth at the top of his head. He had a mouth at the bottom of his head as well. And he was talking out the mouth at the bottom. And I thought, he's really weird, this one. And then, so what happened here? Well, what he said was, yeah, because as I, as I noticed his face, I started, he, he basically started talking, I started, he started talking English. Or I started being able to translate what he was saying. Because he was no longer talking this gibberish. And what he said was, he said, I put it in my dream diary. He said, at the moment, you've lost your imagination. But he basically said, use something else. I've put the word something because I couldn't remember it. But it was like along the lines of use your anal- analytical mind. So what he said, he was basically saying, you've lost your imagination at the minute, which I think is all about being creative, like drawing, because I haven't been drawing as much. But he was saying, use your analytical. So it's almost like he's saying, for the moment, you, you're not creating as much, as much artwork, but it doesn't matter as long as you're like using this other thing, which I think is like your... Well, yeah, it's almost like your mind or something. But it made me start crying. And as I said before, if you get really emotional in a lucid dream, you're going to wake up. So as soon as I started realising I was crying, I I said, if I don't stop this, I'm going to pop out the dream. So I actually was able to stabilise my emotions. Now, what's weird is this entity that was this entity with the upside down face. He it's as if he was aware of what was going on. He had stopped talking. He was like waiting for me to stabilise the dream. As soon as I stabilised the dream, he suddenly, he, this is what he said. He went, oh, this is weird. Yeah, it's, it, what's weird is it's as if he was waiting for me to stabilise the dream before continuing. And then once I stabilised, he said, listen to this. This is weird. He said, in a really deep voice, he went, will you obey your master? <laughs> How weird is that? It was like a demon talking. He says, will you obey your master? And the first thought I had was no. I was going to say like, <laughs> jog on. <laughs> like they like they do on Hot Fuzz. <laughs> jog on. <laughs> that's funny that. But then I thought, no, that's not very... I thought, hang on a minute. Am I going to obey my master? And, I, and I, th- what came to me was, it depends on what I feel. If it feels right, then yes. If it doesn't feel right, then no. And I thought, well, what a beautiful answer. And, and then I woke up and I just, I, I thought to myself, what a, what a beautiful answer that is. And then I also thought, how much is this linked into what we're going through at the minute? Will you obey your master of wearing the face mask and stuff? If it feels right, yes. If it doesn't, no. Very, th- these two lucid dreams for me were very, well, they were very powerful and meaningful as well and that's basically it for this week's little podcast (laughs) that one went on a lot longer than i thought i I thought this was only going to be a little one little dennis though he loved it he did boing i hope you enjoyed it as well and all that is left is this week's little inspirational quote and next week's podcast which will be part two I will be talking about the experience. So even if I, let's say, I chicken out and I say no, I'm still going to talk about that. So no matter what happens, the only way I wouldn't be talking about it is if I die. <laughs> yeah, I might. so if I take the psychedelics and pop out of existence, there won't be a podcast next week. <laughs> but if, if, that, if that doesn't happen, I'm just going to talk about whatever happens. 
and I'm I'm like I said I'm scared but excited but I think it's gonna be cool next week and also the person I'm, I'm going to be doing it with if I'm brave enough I'm going to sort of try and get them on a podcast <laughs> so it'd be like an organic interview that'd be quite cool that so I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that depends maybe I'll have a psychedelic experience which says you've got to start interviewing people <laughs> and that gives me the courage or something but this week's inspirational quote I love this it's by Paige Bartholomew and what I love about this is it's something that I've been experiencing myself it's it's almost like the those Russian dolls that you get inside of each other so what this quote is the universe is a fractal whatever energy signal we carry will be repeated infinitely again and again until we change that vibration and that's by Paige Bartholomew what I love about that is I feel like it goes into actually the cycle of life and death so the whole of life we've got a certain vibration when we die we're going to come back like reincarnation with the same vibration that we left so this is why this is why I think yeah if you evolve you die you're going to come back with this evolved vibration so I feel like everything that's happening in life it's all about vibrations but it's also about these fractals as well where what was it where are the fractals what was it oh, I wanted to say something about these fractals can't remember now yeah well it's almost like it goes into this quote I had once I said um feels like the creator it, oh I'm gonna have to do a separate podcast about fractals I think <laughs> yeah but so this week's inspirational quote is the universe is a fractal whatever energy signal we carry will be repeated infinitely again and again until we change that vibration Paige Bartholomew knew Paige Bartholomew that's quite hard to say that Paige Bartholomew da 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 da